What's up, everybody? We got the show back. It's back with a new name and a new logo. I'm so happy. I'm recording this in my little little nifty studio that I just put together. It's getting better from here. We're taking Dominion. Gosh, I've missed that intro so much. Listen, y'all. We've got a new show coming out. If you've been tuning into War Crime Media at all, you've been noticing we've been trying to put out regular content on the YouTube page, and we've been a lot more consistent at that than in the past. So every sermon that we put up, those sermons are actually from our church here in Las Vegas called Redeemer Community Church. We post the sermons up there um, after every Sunday. We've also been doing a show called Redeeming Thoughts where we answer questions that we get sent to us. Most of the time, these are questions that come up in light of things that we've taught within the church, questions that we get asked within the church. But you guys can send us your questions, too. You can email contact at warcrimemedia.com. Send us a question. We'll answer it. Maybe we'll do a video on it. Maybe we'll just answer it here on the podcast. So we've been running Redeeming Thoughts. We've been posting sermons. We've been running the garrison a little bit. We've been blogging just a tad bit. We've been uh, putting those blog posts up on the website, warcrimemedia.com. And then we've also been recording uh, we've been recording those uh, blog posts as well and putting them up. And uh, you know what? They sound a little bit, listen, they sound a little, they just sound a little bit, you know, kind of impressy, whatever. You know what? If someone's doing something good and you mimic it, that's why you mimic it, because they're doing it good. So you know what? You want to give me a bunch of crud for mimicking somebody, you go ahead and do it. You ain't doing it, all right? But I got to give a shout out, okay? Before, Because here's what I want to do. I want to introduce you guys to the new name of the show. New show that's going to be out here on Warcar Media. And we're just going to get content through this puppy, okay? It, it is going to be rough at first. It's going to be bumpy. It's going to be a little jaggedy. Not going to be something that you want to hold on to all the time. But, but, we just need to get content out there. And we can refine it as we go. So if you're one of our handful of listeners, truly, you are the remnant. Uh, then just just buckle up. It's going to be good. I mean, did you hear the intro? That intro was fantastic. But just buckle up. We're going to have a new show. I'll give you the name, but first, first, we got to give credit where credit is due here, okay? Here we go. David Burchard is the reason that I need to simply push more content. Okay, listen, listen. The man has told me over and over again why I don't record. I got all this fancy equipment. I don't record. I don't, I don't make any shows, whatever. The The dude is putting out content left and right, and he's recording on his phone. Recording on his phone. I got this nice mic. got this mixer. I got all this stuff right here. The dude is just pushing out content from his phone all day, every day. And you know what? Hats off to you, bro. I'm taking my hat off. You, you You're getting... You're getting the hat trick right now, man. Okay, this one's for you. This one's for you, bro. So, you know, to our brother, David Burchard, San Diego, California, taking Dominion. Thanks, bro. Appreciate it. So here we go. Here we go, y'all. We got a new show. And if you guys haven't checked out the blog post, there's a blog post sort of in conjunction with this that I would want you to go listen to. So it's called... uh, the blog post. Oh, well, I forgot the the name of my own blog post. Um, let's go look for this really quick. But I think you should read it. You can even listen to it. We did a we did a recording of the blog post as well. But really, we uh, did it for a specific reason, and that's because uh, the show that we are going to present for you guys. The new name of the show. Here we go. Here we go. 
new name of the show is called Forged by Wisdom. That's going to be the new name of this particular show. And uh, this show will be very similar to things we've done before. We obviously will take cultural things, we'll take theological things, we'll uh, view things that are going on, we'll analyze them, we'll break them down. But particularly what I want to do in the show that will be different than what we've done before um, kind of stems from that article uh, that was written a little while ago. I wrote this article, man, maybe, I'm trying to think, let's look at the date. Wrote this article, whoo wrote this article just over a year ago called We Need to Build. And we recorded an audio version of it too, so you guys can go listen to it. But essentially, I think you should go listen to it because the idea is uh, we as Christians, often this runs the the, the gamut in, con- in conservative circles in general, but I think it especially has become a skill and a curse among Christians uh, who take the Bible seriously and uh, who want to be able to analyze things, and, and, and all those things are great. But we become simply critics of culture and theology and things happening around us, and we have totally lost the ability to build, right? It, it, I've used this analogy before, and I'm going to stick with the analogy. It's going to be my my, my buzzword uh, probably for the rest of this about building. It It's like we got so good at being able to analyze what other people build and what other people say, and what other people do, and we can break it down and and parse it out real fine. But that's all we can do, right? We can't do anything else. We know how to critique, but we don't know how to then build upon that critique, right? What good does it do to level a city and then not build civilization back up, right? What good does it do to break down a certain view or worldview or whatever it may be and not be able to build something in its place. So, Forged by Wisdom is going to be specific in that it is going to encourage and equip and challenge us on how we ought to begin to mold ourselves so that we become builders. Because the the, the end of the article and the, the, the whole point of it is this. We are builders. That's what Christians ought to be primarily and, and, and I lay out in there, listen, in order to build, what we're not saying is that you lack discernment in building, right? You, you have to be able to discern. You, you have to be able to think when you build, when you, when you hire people out, when you're building, when you're setting up plans, uh, you don't start with shoddy workers, shoddy material, and a shoddy plan, right? You won't build successfully with those things. But listen, All of those things do not build the house. You may have great plans. You may have a great way to break down the plan and critique it. But if you can't get your hands to the task to build, it's worthless. And listen, listen, we have got to get back to the place. We have got to begin to build our, no pun intended, we have got to begin to build our ability to build. We've lost it. And I'll, and I'll admit it, I'll, I'll admit it as it, first and foremost to everyone listening, uh, this is a problem that has affected my life as well, of totally readjusting my vision and my thought process for the future on the fact that I need to learn how to build stuff. I need to learn how to build things. I need to learn how to think uh, positively when it comes to constructing and critiquing instead of just learning how to break things down. 
And I think this is just because uh, Christians, and for 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 one for one particular reason, maybe not the only reason, one particular reason I can think of, is because of the way that they just view the world, right? You think about all the recent things that have been going on, and I think it's been really telling, uh, at least for Christians, that we are really just we we're we're lacking substance. Things that are going on right now, all the recent happenings, all the election stuff, all the corona stuff, you know, all the stuff going on right now, has shown that among Christians we lack substance. We just do. We 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 lack deep rootedness in our convictions and our ability to build on them. And one reason I think this is the case, the reason why we have lost this ability, this isn't the only reason, okay, but this is a particular one, and I got a couple. I want to talk to you about a couple. This first one here I think is important, and that's this. We have a terrible view of history, of where history is going, where it's all going. right? Christians have thought for decades now that the world is simply an evil place. It will continually be evil, continually get worse. And so the ability to build here and now, to have vision for the future, to have vig- to have a vision for generations down the road, just hasn't even mattered, right? We, we think every generation thinks they're the generation where it's all going to come to an end. And what, what happens when you produce that over and over again for a couple hundred years? You get what we have now. You get a church that lacks in its ability to build. So we have we have got to shift our focus. And we have got to see what scripture, what the Bible would hold forth for us when it comes to where history is going. History is not running into a dead end. We're not hitting a brick wall. We're not coming to a, a, a wall that is unscalable. Yes, we've hit a wall for sure right now, but it's coming down eventually, right? God's people will wake up eventually and begin to worship and march around it again. The wall is going to fall, but right now we've hit a wall. But we cannot think, as every generation has in, in, in recent history think, they're the final generation to just hold out. If they can just hold out, then they'll get through it, and then they'll, they'll be off into heaven. And look, we're still here. And we're, we've been here for 2,000 years. And so we have got to begin to orient ourselves for long-term sustainability, long-term vision, a long-term reality that God is going to continue to work. The only question for us to answer is not if we will be here, but what we will do while we're here. What will we do to be a part of that building process of which God is doing in his Messiah, in Christ. It's got to be the first place we start. If it's all going to go down the drain and you can just kiss it goodbye, then forget what I'm saying. But ask yourself the question, what on earth has Jesus been doing the last 2,000 years? What's he been doing? And I'll tell you this. He's not letting it go down the drain. He's conquering. We need to think of what he's building as he's conquering. He's a builder. Yeah, he's a conqueror. He came to build God's temple and he's doing it. So we need to think as God's people, what are we going to do to be a part of that building? What are we going to do to be a part of that? Not if we'll be a part of that, but what will we do? 
got to change that. And it's just, it, it's funny. I've, I was, I was scrolling through Facebook, you know, good old Facebook where you find all of your helpful daily information. And I've been, you know, seeing people post things. And you know what? This, this episode is going to be particularly, uh, analyzing critiquing the very thing I don't want the whole show to be. But these are just a few things that I, that I want to talk about. And I found this particular post on here and I just, I I thought it was uh, a bit revealing. So I've been seeing posts like this go around lately and I, I don't mean to poke at them, but I read them and I just find them deeply ironic about what Christians that I know and I see that I've interacted with or friends with or whatever, I see their friends' friends post, and it's usually some conservative type thing, some Christian type thing that they post. And I've seen this one going around, and it has to deal with parents right now and their kids. And the idea being, you know, as you look at the world right now and everything is just bleh, don't feel bad for your kids. And I agree, don't feel bad for your kids, right? Um, I mean, you can in some sense, right? It, it sucks that your kids got to go through things that they're going to have to go through when their generation's going to have to deal with. But you know what? Every generation's going to have to deal with something. And so well, we, we can't just, oh, our, genera- our, our kids' generation, like they're the worst off in the entirety of the world. Every generation has to deal with something. So, you know, I agree with that overall sentiment. But there is just this absolute vagueness to what is being uh, told, uh, what is being propagated among parents who are are trying to raise kids in this supposed Christian um, worldview in in the world that they're growing up in. And, and, you know, God has created them. He's called them for this moment. And uh, that they they weren't put here by accidents or, you know, some, some, some happenstance. They, they were, they were made here. They've been given power to walk as children of God. This is all in God's plan, and uh, we don't want to be scared for our children. We want to be honored that God would choose them for the challenges because they're going to rise up to the challenges, and uh, they're going to drive back all this stuff in the darkness, and they're going to be these warriors. You know, So you get what I'm saying. These kids that we have, don't feel bad for them. Empower them. Let them know God's raised them up for this time, and they're going to do great things. And I want that. I do want that. Trust me. I want my kids right now to grow up, and I want them to do great things. I don't want them to be dictated by what's happening in the world around them. I want them to know and to be convicted and convinced of what Jesus Christ is doing in the world. They would live their life according to that. But you know what? I see this going around right now about how Christians want this, and they're posting this, and and the... And these are often Christians who are barely in church, or if they're in church, they're at a church that doesn't teach anything. And so we we see posts of people putting up these things about their children going off and and, and you know and conquering giants and slaying dragons and doing all these things for the Lord and driving back the darkness and doing all these things. And you know what? We haven't taught our kids a lick of doctrine. We ourselves don't know the Bible, but we expect these kids to grow up and to go conquer things, and yet they don't know the Bible because their parents don't know it. I mean, it's just absurd. It, it just, 
I see this kind of stuff and I and I just want to ask myself, I do feel sorry for our kids because we failed them. It's not because God can't do something with them. It's not because they're particularly special in their, in their circumstances being difficult, but because we have failed to equip kids, because we have failed to be a doctrinal church, we have failed to hold on to doctrinal Christianity. So we can talk all day about telling our kids that their life's not an accident. It's not. That they need to be raised to walk in the power of God and they can handle persecution coming their way. But I want to ask you this. How? What are they going to think? What are they going to hold on to? What conviction are they going to cling to that's going to get them through the things they're going to have to vote? Because listen... Some of them are going to go into the battle and they're not going to come out. Right? If this really is the battle that people want to make it to be, uh, not everyone's going into battle and coming out clean on the other side. So what are they going to hold on to that's going to drive them into battle? Right? It's not enough to talk about conquering. What do you do before the enemy's conquered and you got to charge? You got to have, you got to have some courage and some backbone and you got to have a foundation to do that or you're not charging right (laughs) forget about talking about victory if you don't have that beneath your feet you're not going into battle what have we given our kids that they're going to be willing to go die in battle willing to go sacrifice in battle willing to go bleed for christ willing to go give up all these things to fight back all these things what have we given them right people that i often see post this i'm like um yeah, your church has fed them nothing. They fed you nothing. Uh, and our Christianity in general here in America is doctrinal-less, convictionless. It's soft. It's squishy. It has no form. And then we expect our kids, as they grow up with the things that are coming their way, to go headlong into battle with what? Putty? Uh, what what are they going to use? They don't they don't have a sharp spear. They don't have a sword. They don't have a shield. They don't have the belt of truth. They don't have a helmet. They don't have any of these things. All they got is sentimentality, and some feelings, and some higher thoughts about what might happen to them if they die. And I'll tell you this right now: that is not going to make our kids and their kids continue to fight they're not going to go we've we we have we have got to realize that before we even think about building before we even think about battles to be waged we need to first be thinking about our own repentance we need to be thinking about god it's not enough to recognize and then just charge into battle we need to come and to say god forgive us for being fools we have not sought you we have not been students of your own word we have not loved your teaching and it shows shows in us because it shows in our kids